Word says, there's nothing I can't do with the help of Christ who gives me strength. The most important thing you can do about procrastination is to make the decision to stop doing it now. Just think about all the things that you have to do and start doing them today. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby brings you his own unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Travel through time back to Bobby's humble beginnings as a valet, parking cars. Journey with Bobby through his experiences with various companies and his travels to China. Today, Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email Bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. As you join Bobby today, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at his church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. But first I want to talk about a disease that is affecting many of us. The disease is called procrastination. Has anybody heard of this one? I've been meaning to talk about procrastination for some time. But I keep putting it off. Thus, the evidence that I'm also affected, infected with this disease. But I don't even know where the word comes from. I'll have to ask Des about that. But it's a very descriptive word. It starts out with pro. And you know, some of us are so good at it, we could probably make a living at it. And it ends with nation. And we have, in fact, become a nation of procrastinators. Procrastination means to intentionally put off something that should be done. And in case you were wondering, that's not a good character trait, especially for a Christian. And it happens to be one of the greatest assets the enemy has and uses to prevent you from reaching your potential as a follower of Christ. Does this little poem ring true with anyone? Procrastination is my sin. It only brings me sorrow. I know I should give it up. In fact, I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like me. Let's face it, if we're honest, most of us have this problem in some area of our life. I mean, I consider myself a get-it-done type of person. But when it comes to the subject of dentistry, tax returns... Okay, haircuts. (laughs) You wouldn't know anything about that, though, would you? I've been known to come up with any excuse not to do it. I I don't know what your issue is with it this morning, but whatever it is, procrastination is a self inflicted disease, and it's a pattern of behavior that's unpleasing to God. So, why do we put these things off that we know we should do now? Well, there are several reasons. First, because we're indecisive. 
We're not sure what action to take, so we don't do anything, and that's not good. The Word says that a double-minded man is unstable in all he does. So to take indecision out of our life means we have to pray for guidance. And then we have to focus on our task until we know what action to take. The second reason we procrastinate, believe it or not, is fear. We're afraid of what will happen when we act because we can't handle the thought of a negative outcome due to our actions. And this is another place where the Lord can help you. I mean, while fear is normal, fear and anxiety don't come from the Lord. He can bring peace to the situation if you just trust him. And try asking yourself anyway, what's the worst that can happen, really? Most of the time, we get ourselves all worked up for nothing. And we're actually relieved once we confront the thing that's caused us such strife, regardless of the outcome. The third biggest cause of procrastination is the most common, laziness. It's true. We live in a culture that's constantly trying to make things easy for us. So then it's easy to push the more difficult things off. Did you know that the most powerful marketing word is easy? In all the years that we sold exercise products, I never once promoted a product by saying, if you use this product and work real hard, you'll get in shape. No, we said using this product makes getting in shape easier. I guess now that I think about it, I should feel guilty about that. (laughs) But the point is, always taking the easy way is a characteristic of laziness. And Proverbs says, lazy people want much but get little, while the diligent prosper. And if you think procrastination is harmless, think again. Because there's a cost of procrastination. It always causes problems in our life. I mean, how many opportunities are lost because we didn't act in a timely manner? I mean, I can think of quite a few in my own life. And the most damaging thing about procrastination is how it can hurt other people. Usually the people we love. Laziness and making excuses show a lack of commitment. And it can erode the respect and faith that someone that we care about has of us. So what can we do about something that has infiltrated our life like this disease, procrastination? Well, like the fight against any disease, the first step is recognizing the symptoms. And then, in this case, the road to recovery starts with being grateful to God and wanting to please Him. So we need to stop putting things off and we need to stop making excuses for what we're not getting done. And we have to realize That an excuse is just a lie wrapped up in a reason. Then we have to acknowledge that God will help us overcome procrastination if we will take the first step. The Word says, there's nothing I can't do with the help of Christ who gives me strength. The most important thing you can do about procrastination is to make the decision to stop doing it now. Just think about all the things that you have to do and start doing them today. And remember, God has a purpose for your life. And he wants nothing more for you than for you to fulfill your destiny in him. And the one thing you don't want to be late for is your appointment with destiny. 
Coming up next, find out how God can accomplish 100% of what He wants to do in the local church through our obedience. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. What I am trying to do is to speak some knowledge and some encouragement to everyone on the subject of tithing and of giving and of their finances. Now, I know many of you were enlightened as I was by Mr. McGregor's message on tithing. It reminded me of the old TV show called Dragnet. You remember that? Where Detective Joe Friday used to say, just the facts, ma'am. Because Malcolm went right to the Word of God, straight up. No nonsense about tithing. I love that. There were five powerful truths in his message. I want to bring back to your attention today in just a mo- for just a moment. The first one was that the tithe, the 10% of our income, is holy unto the Lord. You see, tithing is God's concept. And it goes all the way back to the beginning. We first hear about it in the book of Genesis. God had a reason for the tithe. And it was never meant to be logical to man. And it was never meant to just honor God. The second powerful truth in this message is that the number one reason people don't tithe is because they say they can't afford to. You see, God knows that through the ages, it's always been a struggle for most people to meet their needs or pay their bills. Therefore, it requires us to have faith to exercise the discipline of tithing. Tithing will always feel like the right thing to do. But tithing won't always be the comfortable thing to do. The third thing is if we tithe first, we can do more with 90% of our income than in partnership with God than we'll ever do with 100% without God's blessing. And when we don't tithe, God doesn't intervene in our finances and will allow the devourer, that yes, that would be the enemy, That would be Satan. That would be the devil. The devourer to steal from us. 
And you may say, well, I, I don't know if I believe that. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter if you don't believe that because the Word says it. And it says, when you tithe, then I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it may not destroy the fruits of the ground. And the fourth truth is if everyone tithes, listen to this, God can accomplish 100% of what he wants to do in the local church. Now, I love this part. We learned that in biblical times, everyone tithed into the storehouse. And that the storehouse, today that would be the local church, was a giving and receiving place. Because when everybody tithed, there was ample provision for running the business of the temple. And there was ample provision for the people in their time of need. And that's what God wants their church to be like today. A giving and receiving place. And it may be an indictment. But the difference between what could be accomplished in our community and what is accomplished by our church is usually due to the lack of resources caused by only partial participation in tithing. And the fifth powerful truth is this. Tithing is a faith principle. It's always been a faith principle. And this may be hard for you to accept. But when we don't tithe, and especially when we don't because we say we can't afford to, God views this as saying, we don't trust you. You see, when God installed the tithe, he was creating a way for those who love him and for those who trust him to have an advantage in life. He wanted to give us a surefire way to enjoy a blessed and abundant life. And all we had to do was follow a simple instruction and have faith in his word. You know, there's no place in the scriptures where God allows you to test him, much less invites you to. But in Malachi, in reference to the tithe, he does exactly that. And I love the way that Malcolm McGregor recites it. The scripture says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this, says the Lord. And see if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you and you and you and you a blessing until there's just no more need. I would love to tell Malcolm McGregor in person how much I appreciate the clarity of his teaching. But I can't. Because after he gave the message that you all heard here at Bethesda some 20 years ago, just a few days before he was to return here to speak again, he was tragically killed in an auto accident. But I think he would be pleased to know that his message is alive and active in a place called Bethesda where people know that the tithe is holy unto the Lord. 
You know, there's an old saying. It goes like this. We first make our habits. And then our habits make us. Tithing is a habit. And it's the best one you'll ever develop. Whatever giants you are facing today, the best way to deal with them is with a positive attitude. Stay right there to hear how to defeat the giants in your life. On the Bright Side is made possible by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights are trusted at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Don't move. Bobby will be right back. I depend on my tools and accessories to work hard as I do. Like my new case bright from Nebo Tools, the flashlight that is always with you. It's a protective case for your iPhone featuring a high-powered flashlight up to 12 times brighter than a standard smartphone light. The case bright is independently powered by an internal rechargeable lithium-ion battery that doesn't drain your phone's battery. It fits iPhone 6, 6S, 6 Plus, and 6 Plus S. The Nebo case bright may not change the world, but it might change your world. The case bright is perfect for me because, like me, it can handle more than one job at a time. Bobby enjoys reading every email you send and personally responds to most of them. Email him at bobby at onthebrightside.org. I want to take just one minute and I'm going to talk to you about your attitude. Apparently we have some <laughs> behind me. <laughs> Mostly I want to talk about how important it is for you to have a positive attitude. You know, when asked the question, most people say that they have a positive attitude. But when trouble comes our way, it's so easy for us to develop a negative attitude about our problems. And you know, that's exactly when it's the most important to have a positive attitude. I know just uh, last week, I was standing there uh, at the Teen Challenge Golf Tournament. And I see uh, Brother uh, Pastor Mike Evans coming my way. And uh, he says, hey, Bob, what's up? And I said, well, you know, no grand and glorious stories to tell, but uh, we're, we're doing Okay. He says, what are you talking about? Jesus is alive. That's grand and glorious, isn't it? I thought about this big. I mean, what are you supposed to say? I stand corrected. He's right. He's a positive person. No wonder God just interacts and does things in Mike Evans' life. But you see, God is a positive God. The gospel of Jesus Christ is good news. And as unnatural as it can seem for us to be positive in the midst of our hardships, there's a lot of reasons for us to be positive anyway. You know, there's a great story in the Bible that reveals God's view on positive and negative attitudes, if you'll remember it. Remember, God had promised the children of Israel he would, he would give them a land. And he instructed Moses to send out 12 leaders to spy on the land and to come back and report what they found. So they went, went out, and when they came back, 10 of the men gave a negative report. All they could talk about was how dangerous it was. 
to go into that land. And mainly because they saw giants over there. But two of the men, Caleb and Joshua, who saw the same thing the other men saw, they only talked about how great the land was. They said it was filled, it was a land filled with milk and honey, and I don't know what that means. I think it means they saw lots of cows and lots of bees. positive report and they said let us go up and possess it we are well able to to conquer it I mean they saw the giants too but because God had promised it to them they had a different perspective than the other guys well the story didn't end well for those ten negative thinkers as well as the people that they poisoned with their negativity and because of their negative attitude they forfeited God's promise to them And they all died in the desert. And Caleb and Joshua, the ones with the positive attitude, were the only ones who were able to realize the promise of Canaan. And the only conclusion that you can draw from that story is that not only does God not like negative attitudes, but that he wants to be with people who have a positive outlook. Irregardless of the circumstances that they're in. You see, we know we're all going to face some giants in our life. And the old saying is, some days you're the pigeon and some days you're the statue. (laughs) We're going to have some bad days. But listen, it's not the giants that will defeat us. It's our attitude about the giants that can bring us down. We just can't let it. Our attitude is one of the things that God gave us the power to control. And when we choose to be positive, even when we're facing those giants, that's when God can do something really special. Because it takes faith to be positive. Whatever giants that you're facing today, the best way to deal with them is with a positive attitude. You see, God doesn't want us to ignore our problems Or deny that they exist. Quite the contrary. He just wants us to believe that he is greater than they are. The word says, he who lives in us is greater than he who is in the world. And just like he promised the Israelites the land of Canaan, he's promised you victory in your life today, right now, and in the life to come. And that's something that I'm very positive about. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. If you enjoyed the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America trusted by many at work home or play let Nebo light your way 
Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. 